hello guys um welcome to another episode of my podcast so it's been close to two weeks now i've been away so i actually needed to re-strategize and so on so i'm back and super excited so today we are going to be talking about my country nigeria well i don't know whenever you are listening to this podcast probably in u.s in Europe, for several countries in Europe, in South America, Brazil, and so on. Um, probably will love to listen and okay, get what is happening in my country. So this episode, well, it's been divided into different segments. And um, as a matter of fact, we're still going to be talking about some football sagas and so on. But yeah, let's kick off. So first of all, about school resumption so um it's over close to five six months now that the federal government declared schools to be closed down due to the coronavirus pandemic and as a matter of fact so many people okay after a month though <laughs> funny enough so many people did not carry their clothes some they left their food stuffs in the hostel of course i don't expect anybody to be thinking that your food <laughs> is safe wherever it is rat and so on but of course there are some guys that will maybe they kept it in a very secure place and that's rats pest and so on don't have access to so luckily for you congratulations as someone that's like most investors do that allows cooking and so on rats will surely have find a way in those tales to eat and so on so it's as days are coming of course we thank god that the corona virus number of cases have been reducing and um it's, it's something we are so grateful for and for the fact that yes people have died um may god comfort their families but compared to the number of cases, we have over 55,000 plus cases and we have 1,000 plus deaths, which is not up to 10%. Yeah, if I'm correct, yeah, it's a bit much more now. 10% is um, like 5,000, yeah, and it's not up to. So, but thank God for that. So, so many students who want to resume. And um, I personally want to resume one. Okay. It's not that I don't love the phone of home, the comfort and so on, yeah. But then I feel like I actually need to just change my environment personally because um I want to actually be going to classes, talk to friends, see people, go for social gatherings, communicate with people and so on. Being at home right now for me, it's been kind of awful. And as a matter of fact, I always I don't like just staying in a place, not doing anything, not working, and so many other students too. I also in issues. For my mental health, it's not good, so I want to resume. Not because I love the stressful classes, the tedious um, activities of school, but no matter what, I just have to just change the environment, see people, talk to people, and so on. So, and and others are like, man, I don't want to go to school. I want to make money for a house. I don't want to go to school. School is stress. It is stress person. And of course, if you're making money while at home, congratulations. Happy for you. But you should also know that, of course, plus or minus, if your money is strongly 
based on the fact that you are at home is there's high chances that if you go to school you don't make money again so whatever money you're making at home you should be able to make it in school so it's a two-way stuff and so many people are like man they don't want to go at <laughs> they just want to stay at home not doing anything making their money as the so-called and some of that i need to in a situation in which okay whatever way i'm in if you want us if you don't want to resume i know go resume i will do my as a flex if you want us to resume yeah i'm okay to back in school so i think those are the three categories those that want to be at home to be making money as they say they don't want to go back to school those that want to go back to school not because they love the school stress but because they actually Miss the allowance, the alawi one, their friends, and so on, and other social gatherings, and some other reasons which I don't personally don't do. So that aside, so the federal government have said some some states like Lagos State, Kogi State, Abia State, and so on have proposed and have declared that they'll be resuming some 14, some 21st. Now, in the case of Lagos and any other states. The only tertiary institution that allowed to open a state-owned tertiary institution, that is state-owned polytechnics, state-owned universities, and so on, and probably private universities, if they want to resume. And they advise the federal government have said, okay, well, schools should be prepared to resume. And as a matter of fact, they should also um, keep in mind that it's at their own risk. They are not stopping states to resume schools, but they are saying that it's at your own risk. Make sure you conduct a risk assessment, um, a kind of risk assessment. Yeah, how is this visible? Will students not be exposed with those that have other issues like those that are asthmatic, those that have diabetes and so on? Won't they be affected? It is very important that all those things are taken into consideration. And as a matter of fact, um some other it's it's just looming and next one or two weeks there is very high possibility that yes school will be resuming so so many people have messaged me that ah, to me when will school resume have they announced is it when is it likely well all i can say is if tertiary universities tertiary institutions permit me are not going to resume september then 2021 it is because there is no any semester you're going to run for roughly three months that is like 12 weeks so september is the main dates and september is the main months and hopefully the school will resume september so that is that's about that so i think that is the end of the segment for school resumptions so i personally want to resume anytime of course i'm not so sure of if i'm prepared for school stress but man i just want to go home I just want to go home. I just don't want to um I just want to go to school. I mean, I just want to see friends, see people, talk to people. I just want to get my allowance as I used to, and I just want to live a more kind of <laughs> stressful life. Yeah. Is a guy is talking about a topic about okay, I want to combine this, the full price hike and the electricity increase in tariff yeah of course covid has been a blow to every nation australia in a state of recession canada in um uk in a state of recession due to covid and 
virtually every aspect of life covid has affected the economic um sector the entertainment industry no shows uh no concerts and so on so it's a general stuff football wise to coronavirus has affected club finances and so on so it's everywhere and as a matter of that according to what the president said he said what that the covid that has caused it that they can't subsidize for a price again because they can't afford it so as that there's an increase in fuel in some places that one there are 16 naira per liters and other cases 151.5 naira per liters so it's a very dark situation in the for, for, for the fact that yes people coronavirus have affected works jobs primary school private uh, school teachers are not getting money secondary school private school teachers are not getting any money for five to six good months so it's a very dark situation in terms of the economic state of the country and increasing fuel price at this stage is catastrophic because we are virtually useful for everything if fuel prices increase transportation um price please the box the except you have your own car if you have your own car you have to spend more money on petrol if you're going to enter buses they will increase the price for the fact that yes there is an increase in fuel so it's obvious that there's also an increase in transportation and so on and if this increase fuel is kind of i mean petrol is a kind of important um substance <laughs> I the word substance. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a bad substance for us to use because everywhere, car, our generator, and so on. So it's a big problem. We don't know when this price will be regulated back. Well, so many um set of people have been protesting because they feel like um it's so it's not so cool for the fact that with the economy, no jobs. People that even have jobs are not paid. Some people have been sacked and the fuel price is increasing. But at this stage, I just look at it that the government is helpless. <laughs> Virtually can't do anything. I feel like if they can, if they can, like the president said in his press release today, that of course it's because of COVID. And I asked my question, well, Trump recently tweeted and said a new job milestone, provision of job milestone. Then... I'm not looking at it that USA had 6 million coronavirus cases. If there's any country in the world that's been hit harder, I think it's the United States of America. But here we are in the same 2020. They are what? They are announcing a new milestone for creation of jobs. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy for the fact that we that <laughs> we just have 50 something thousand cases. We are, we are not really affected uh but then what 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 can we say so but i just think it's kind of a place situation country is kind of struggling in terms of finances trying to balance books but hopefully hopefully the fuel price will come back so nigerians we always have the habit of always coping in situations of course that does not mean that we should enjoy the fact that when it had um states right now in this country but then we just have to keep on pushing and hopefully it gets better 
also the increase in electrical um tariff electricity tariff okay the thing is they have said i was listening to the special advisor to the president on the infrastructure they said that for everyone that is having light for 12 hours and above they will surely what the tariff will be affected for those customers using lights of 12 hours and above so experts of course so many people it's already it's already um affected and uh, so many people are complaining that the prepaid um payment that they used to make for such amounts are now very has reduced drastically so the tariff is quite huge i think it's up to like 100 percent and so on so it's very difficult for those people that are having and for those people that are not having 12 like 12 hours of electricity a day of course it's not so cool having that thing like just like saying you don't have light for like 6 a.m to 6 p.m a day it's not so cool but again it's at least better for the fact that so imagine you're not having a stable light and <laughs> there's an increase in your bill or you're prepared then you want to pay you're seeing a very small unit for the amount you're paying so it's a very different poor game so i think i give credit for the fact that it's not effective for those that are not having light stably and for those that are having lights well i was listening to kisly mogalu was like well they have been subsiding um subsidizing electricity prices in nigeria but i think at this stage that we have we have to just cut everything and try to make it like just try to make the economy at least a little bit better so government can no longer help us to subsidize electricity charges and so therefore there is an increase in tariff well it's a very complex situation because now what everybody is saying is because of covid how covid has affected the country but me we're in recession if all these changes are happening and there's no form of it's getting better it's a very dark state in terms of our economy and this is what we are facing well we so many people are keeping quiet so some people don't even they are maybe aware of what is happening in nigeria about the electricity tariff and so on but it's a very very complex because what you pay for three thousand if you pay it for three thousand now, it's more like what you pay for one five. That is the kind of situation we are in. So it's a dark one, and I just pray that it gets better, and the government pick up because so many people are protesting. Yes, okay, few numbers are protesting nationwide, notion state, and so on about revolution, which I personally comment because of course we're just in a country that anything can just happen and happen like that without any reason without any proper uh, address and so on so many people are protesting about this this current situation i will hope we get positive response from the government but for now it is actually what it is and till then we continue to face this hardship and but of course soon 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 it will get better so that's about the decision and also insecurities over times they have been killing killings in southern Kaduna and um, nobody's actually doing anything. Some are saying they are trying to go in a dialogue. Um the governor of the states 
it's almost looking as if nothing is happening there and so many killings these are brutal killings killing those killings of people with machets and so on this is very 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 disgusting this is disappointing and it's it's kind of painful that at this stage we are still facing this without any measures taken not the not the same problems in Borno, Boko Haram still killing people and the question is what's for for the past 10 good years Nigeria is facing the problem of Boko Haram how is it that we are able to just end this war and let peace reign again let peace be restored in southern Kaduna and in other states that in the and Borno state in Yobi and so on it's just a pity and this is the state of the nation so we as nigerians i think the protest peaceful protest is very very good in terms of people expressing themselves of course a peaceful protest is not bad provided you're not planning to cope against the present government but then we're still having issues of people being arrested detained unlawfully not given opportunity to speak to their lawyers and so on and these are these are trying times for nigerians because at the end of the day it's almost as if there is no law in the land people are detained illegally no one is helping no one is talking for no one is actually um speaking for us it's as if they reach the politicians can just do what they want to do and escape with it without anybody interfering without any questioning because they have the power and they then have to make us question if we are still practicing democracy in our country nigeria so it's a difficult situation for us but i'm so i'm an optimistic person that nigeria will be great again um the good the bad the corrupt and so on things are happening and it's not just so fit but with time, I know that everything will subside and everything will be back to normal, hopefully by the grace of God. And we just pray that the government also make effect on these happenings. So guys, these are the things that are happening and um, it's, it's saddening. It's not so good for the state of people that I don't even have a job. People that don't have a job, you have to pay for electricity. Electricity is important. People that have job out of what they have, the little they are getting, maybe from hairdressing, from baby saloons, and so on, you still have to pay extra again for electricity. So it's a deal. And this this stuff is we're not so sure of. It's not as if the electricity is stable nationwide that we say, hey, hey, if we are getting the light, yes, we can we can pay for it. We can suffer the pains because at least the money you used to pay for petrol. You can save it and pay for your Nepal bill. So settled. And recently, days there was a peak of the highest number of power transmission of which I commended and which I'm happy about. Also, the Abuja railway um, system, the new one has been functioning. I think I saw a picture recently of it functioning. So these are the latest happening in our country, Nigeria, and we hope in due time things will be better. Nigeria will be great again. Okay, yes, let's talk about sports now. Yeah. So firstly, I want to talk about the US Open. Um the trending news about Djokovic being disqualified for the US Open. Well, it's kind of disappointing. 
Yeah, because I personally feel like this is an opportunity for Djokovic to um close the gap on number of Grand Slams won by single player. The IS is Rafael um, Roger Federer, the Rafael Nadal, and him. So if he had, of course, he's the favorite. He's probably going to win this year's US Open. And for the very first time in, I can say, a decade, the US Open don't have any Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, and Murray Novak Djokovic in the semifinals or even quarterfinals. <laughs> so it's kind of surprising. And he, he actually committed on offense by hitting a ball on someone passing the umpire had to call him and the normal rules they had to implement the rules and so it's quite disappointing for Djokovic he said his regret and how he's going to take it as a lesson so it's 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 not something that you expect from a world-class tennis player to for it to happen but then it's what it is the rules have to continue functioning so uh, let's move on to transfer sagas so last week was a big week in terms of lena messi saga so with, um what season tuesday last week a report came out that yes lena messi wants to leave barcelona and um yes for the fact that we did not even know what was actually happening and um it was a big blow to the world of sports and globally so many trends over three four million tweets on Lionel Messi leaving Barcelona and um, it was a kind of a buzzing Tuesday Wednesday about Lionel Messi because me personally I feel like he's a loyal guy he's loyal to the um, team and if you should ask me two months ago will Lionel Messi leave Barcelona I will tell you that no Messi, if there's any player living in a team, Messi is not the particular player. But on Tuesday last week, it was a big shock to us. And there were reports that they want to leave Manchester City were the favorites. The PSG, speculations of PSG, Inter Milan, which along the week, Inter Milan um, had to decline the fact that no, they are not interested in Lionel Messi. PSG too, we're not looking at see if they're going to be interested because of the financial states of the club. So on on Friday, yeah, it was unveiled why Messi wanted to leave. He of course said it in an interview with Go.com that he wants to stay to leave. And he told um Bartomeu that he wants to leave the club. He has been saying it for all year long, and at the end, but we really change uh, the the whole plan. So he was he was not happy because with the with the interview, he was not happy that he had to stay against his own will. And me, I feel like you have to let this player go. He has been loyal to you. He is your greatest player of all time. There is no argument about that. Your top goal scorer. Is assistant, so on. He has done so much for the club. Let this guy fulfill his wishes and leave this club. But then, I think, well, <laughs> he had to face the Barcelona president, had to look at it and see that this is actually a wrong time because reports are saying Barcelona in a state of financial crisis due to the effect of COVID 19. 
and they are saying they have to a cleaning club that wants Messi out to pay 700 million euros which means he is staying. Messi knows that no club is going to pay that amount of money and as a matter of fact it's not on his contract that he is going to leave for that amount so but Messi at the end of the day later said oh, he can't take the club that he loves so much to court because at the end of the day if the old saga should continue it's going to be a court matter because a party is saying no there's 700 million euros on your clause another party is saying no there's nothing like that that for every season they signed the contract that i can go for free so at the end he basically told us about how his family we're not happy that he wants to leave but the truth is in 2021 season Lionel Messi will be a Barcelona player. Now, the questions are, is he going to react to trainings, match days, his attitudes towards the team, to the club? But Lionel Messi has come out and said, no, I'm fully committed. It's not going to change my attitude. And this afternoon, we saw a picture of Lionel Messi bringing me back to training with their new coach, Ronald Koeman. So, it's already happening. He is staying at Barcelona and probably next season he will be 34 and he will get his move that he wants. But then, till then, let's wait and see. So, good luck to Barcelona and Lionel Messi. So, on Friday, Avertz, Kai Avertz was officially announced to Chelsea Football Club. So, for months long, weeks long, it's also always been a tone of when is this deal going to happen? When are Chelsea going to sign their main man? So it was an opportunity for them to get the player and they grabbed it and Kayavat is a Chelsea player and of course he's a great talent, he's a wonder kid and he promises to deliver. So many people are saying, yeah, he's not physical, he's not so strong, how will he cope in the Premier League? How is he going to do this? How is he going to do that? Well, the Premier League are not meant for only the guys that are physical. But then, so many things can happen and he is he's a very great talent. So you expect him to perform very well at Chelsea. Let's see how it goes then. So, Wolves have made a couple of signings of Fabio Silva and Marcel from Lyon. So, they were so quiet. I think they were the only ones that are here to sign players. But they got the two guys and Fabio Silva is young. Despite having only one lead start for Porto, I don't know what they saw in the guy, but he promises to be a wonder kid and they took the drinks, break the world, um, their club record field at five million pounds on him and um, they were able to get Marcel to from Lyon. Marcel is a very good defender. I've watched him in Lyon a couple of times and he's solid. He's a 31 year old from Brazil. So, as when he's saying, okay, because they are Portuguese players, so that is it. So, um, news coming out, Suarez is going to Juve, um, Gigi Wigonaldo will be coming to Barca, Barca wants to sign, their favorite to sign Memphis Depay, so they, are, they look at it and, well, Depay is a good player and I think it, it's way out to the squad and, um, Philip Coutinho is back. Jordan will help. Rakitic is gone. So Jordan will help filling the space and so on. So it will be a quite adventurous transfer window. And yes, there's still one month to go. So so many things can still happen. So many surprises are still coming up. Some teams are not yet 
tired. Some teams are still pushing to further the um the strength of their squad. Arsenal signed Gabriel from Lille, and um, <laughs> Gabriel had issues because Napoli wanted him. Some few other clubs, I Manchester United had a little bit of talks with him, but Gabriel is a Manchester United player. So I think that is the latest on the transfer window. Um, Richarlison, um, Alan has completely signing to Everton. Wonderful signing is a solid midfielder and you help to threaten that squad. So James Rodriguez is coming. Abdullah Dikore is coming. Callum Wilson have completed his signing to Newcastle United. So, but so many stories. On, on Saturday, I think on, on Friday, I will release an episode of my Premier League season preview. And I'm sure you're going to love it. It will be well, well entailed. So many things, so many things, so many things. So, thank you guys for listening. Please share with your friends and... Uh, I will keep on doing my best to supply and we keep on talking just let's relate let's have fun and so on watch out for the space big big things to come